Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. October the 15th, 2021. The PSNI raid an apartment in Balamina looking for drugs. The man who lived there was 61-year-old Noel Johnston. Moments later, he was dead. Noel Johnston decided to try and escape by climbing out a window. He believed that uh, he was in danger either of being killed or being apprehended, and uh, he felt he had to escape. But he slipped and fell to his death. He had been known as the Cocaine King of Balamina. He was... um, a major, major buyer and supplier of several drugs, but especially cocaine. To tell us more about Noel Johnston's life and crimes, I'm joined by the Belfast Telegraph's night editor, John Laverty. John, you're very welcome to the Bell Tale. Thank you. Can you remind people, how did Noel Johnston lose his life? Because that's where many people will have first heard of him. Yeah, it was it was last year, and um, initially because of what Noel was into, and because he had uh, obviously made a few enemies, uh, the first things that people thought in Balamina was that he'd actually uh, somebody had pushed him out a window, um, and it wasn't until maybe quite a few hours later that, that people realised that uh, it was it was an accident as, as such. He'd, uh, he'd fallen out the window. It was true, of course, that he was um, he was being a, a, in, da- in danger in his world of being apprehended and uh, he thought he could um, shimmy down uh, the, the side of the window, but uh, he fell quite a distance and... Uh, uh, he suffered catastrophic injuries and um, and he died shortly afterwards. And there was speculation at the time that he suspected that this was a hit. Yes, of course. I mean, uh, he, he knew that there was somebody after him. He didn't... Uh, I mean, we'll never know for sure, but uh, he, uh, he knew that somebody was after him at that moment, uh, whether it was the police, whether it was uh, somebody from a rival dr- drug gang. But uh, he believed that uh, he was he was in danger either of being killed or being apprehended and uh, he felt he had to escape um, and, the, and the may have it does seem that there were drinking drugs involved as well to put that into context yes yes the the um, um, well where, where Noel was involved they, they they were never too far too too far away and uh, uh, that may have 
exacerbated the situation, I believe. But it was um, it was quite a, a shock to everyone when he, when he did die because um, eh, in many ways uh, in Balamina, especially where I where I originally come from, uh, Noel was regarded as a bit of an immortal. That's quite the description, John. Immortal. Why was he? Who was he then? That's that's an incredible description. Well, Noel was about uh, two years older than me. He was the same age as my brother Jerry. Um, they went to school together, and um, by the time I was uh, sort of late teens, I got to know Noel very well. Uh, uh, quietly spoken lad he was, and he. Uh, he he did keep himself to himself a lot. He wasn't a gregarious type of man. He um, you know he he liked to have a few close friends around him. Uh, he wasn't a jack the lad or anything like that. There, but what he was was he was big. He was very powerfully built, and uh, he was actually um, quite fearsome to a lot of people. Now uh, in those days, this was the seventies, Balamina. Uh, was racked uh, with uh, sectarianism, and Noel and, and his brother Sean were were almost unique in the sense that um, most of the uh, the nationalist people uh, came from the top end, what was known as the top end of the town uh, in Balamina, and the the loyalist end of the town was Harryville, still is of course, but Noel actually came from Harryville, and if you can imagine uh, back then. Walking around Harryville, which is which, of course, was, was where Noel and the, the rest of the Johnsons lived, you know, it could have been regarded as a very scary place because there were very few Catholics living in, in Harryville, and they were one of those few Catholic families. So they probably, I would say, both of them, uh, Noel and his older brother Sean, they probably learned pretty quickly to look after themselves and to not feel intimidated. Sean Johnson, the older brother, he was one of the well-known boxers from uh, All Saints Boxing Club in Ballymena. Other alumni from that were, of course, Liam Neeson uh, uh, boxed with them. And uh, again, my brother Jerry uh, boxed with them and uh, they were a very successful boxing club. And so so did a bit too. Would Liam Neeson have known Noel oh, yeah. Johnson? Okay. Oh, I, oh, I, Liam Neeson. He knew my, he knew my brother. He knew, he, he knew more, more like Sean Johnson. Sean was a lot more dedicated to the boxing. Noel dipped in and out of the boxing, but, but the, the basic uh, format of it, if you like, is was that uh, uh, they weren't guys who were easily intimidated. They didn't go looking for trouble. But if anybody brought trouble upon them, they, they made sure they could look after themselves. And I say that it was part and parcel probably of, of living in uh, in Harryville at the time. And by the time I was a you know a late teenager, Noel was very, very well known in Balamina. Uh, every, every aspect, every area of Balamina, he was known as somebody that you really, really do not mess with. But I mentioned Liam Neeson earlier on there. Uh, Noel was also a very, very thoughtful person at that time. And I do remember uh, a, a time when Kitty Neeson, who, is, who she was uh, Liam Neeson's mum, and she was trying to get across the road. And Noel had been walking around with us uh, and he saw her and he went over and he, he helped her across the road. He actually held up, held up his hand and, and stopped cars to, to get her across the road, the road safely. So he was a very, a very, very thoughtful guy at that, at that time. And um, 
certainly whenever I, any time I, I, I was in his company, I actually felt uh, very, very safe because um, no matter where you came from in Balamina, mean, no matter what your your religious or political views were, you didn't mess with uh, Noel Johnson or, 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 or his brother. You described a, a big man, a, a hard man in many ways, but a sensitive man and um, a considerate person and a quiet man. So the next question that I'm going to ask you now feels somewhat bizarre. He's been described as the cocaine king of Balamina. He was. He was. He, he was. Uh, what I was describing to you was was were the early years before the drugs came. He, because of his build, because of his uh, reputation, various places in Balamina employed him as uh, a doorman or or a bouncer, and. Uh, uh, including, of course, the the the, the Inn in Balamina, which is a very well-known establishment, and and Noel did the the door there for a while. And I do remember one time there was a bit of a row outside uh, the Grouse. I just happened to be there. As with these drunken rows, what happens? You know, so, somebody uh, pulled a knife and start and started threatening Noel with it. And Noel just looked at him and smiled and said. Um, you know, if I was you, I'd put that in, in the bin across the road because, you, you know, the alternative for you is, isn't really worth considering. And like a, a lamb, the, the, the guy did exactly what he was told. And I don't think he knew of Noel and Noel's reputation or he probably wouldn't have pulled the knife in the first place. But whenever he saw the look that Noel had given him, I think he realised, I'm, I'm definitely not going to trifle with this guy. And this reputation, I mean, did he get it through action, or did it, was it was it was it a, a reputation that meant that he didn't have to? Um, I would say it was seventy five percent reputation and twenty five percent action, because Noel, um, any time he was crossed, uh, well, put it this way, there weren't there weren't anybody <laughs> there wasn't anybody knocking around Balamina who could say, "Well, I, I beat him up," or "I or I give him a kicking." Uh, uh, it was our way round, uh, as they as they say in Breaking Bad. I'm the one who knocks, and uh, it was it, it, it was Noel. So there was that reputation as well. And I think maybe the fact that he was a he was a he was a a quiet, reserved fellow that maybe added to the reputation of the hard man that he was. How did he get sucked into the the, the drugs world? Yeah, well, uh, as I said earlier, he was a doorman in in various establishments in in Balamina. But he he then became uh, a doorman as well and a bouncer in uh, in Belfast establishments. I think uh, well I know that um, it was then that the the drugs come into things. I mean it um, pe- people think that because Balamina does have a, a reputation of being a bit of a drugs capital that maybe Noel got involved in it because he he's from Balamina. But it was it was almost like the other way around. Noel and several others helped make Balamina the drug capital of the world, but it didn't start for them. Um, I think it started more in 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 Belfast, and I think then that Noel realised that he could get by. You know, he he, he could make he, uh, there was there was money was easier to be made maybe that way than um, than being a bouncer. Now, we wouldn't be making this podcast if Noel Johnson was simply a bouncer who made some money off drugs on the side, he did become a serious player. Oh, yes. 
uh, <laughs> I mean, we've all seen the movie uh, Scarface. It, it, it probably got to that uh, to that level where he was a major player in Northern Ireland and also down south in the Republic. Um, he was um, a major, major buyer and, uh, and supplier of you know several drugs, but especially cocaine. And and his reputation. I, I can only really speak for Balamina, of course, but uh, his reputation there, I mean, I think everybody everybody knew it. Everybody knew that uh, uh, he had gone down that road, so to speak. Uh, the police knew it as well. But um, he was usually quite good at covering his tracks. I mean, obviously, he, uh, he'd, he'd had a few run, run-ins with the, the police, but um, he was quite clever at, at covering his tracks. And he dealt with... Um, either community, if you like. I mean, uh, the, the thing about Noel, um, the guys from the top end of the town, the, the nationalists, the Republicans, whatever you want to say, they would always have liked Noel as as part of their gang, but he wasn't really into the, you know, the sectarianism or or anything like that there. He, I, I think he would probably think it was actually stupid, all, all the, the, the sort of cowboys and Indians thing in Balamina where, where Catholics chased after Protestants and vice versa. Um, he, he, he and and it's more than I mean he had he had loyalist links you know it has yes, been reported he yes as, among his closest friends the ex UVF leader and Balamina Paul Gray another person was Darren Fruity Gilmore who who had yeah. loyalist links another person uh, was UDA Chief D Coleman so this list goes on well exactly that's what I'm saying it, it, it would not have surprised you know to hear those names it, it wouldn't surprise anybody uh, from Balamina. Uh, that Noel didn't care about the background of who who he was dealing with because he was never like that in the first place. He was never, you know, an arch Republican or a, 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 a an arch nationalist. Nothing like that. There, he, he he didn't really care about that sort of thing. So um, it was no surprise that later in life, he, he it, it didn't bother him who which which side of the fence he was dealing with. A former RUC Drugs Squad officer has, has been quoted as saying that Noel Johnson single-handedly wrecked Balamina. He wasn't a street dealer from day one. He was an importer. How do people in Balamina think of Noel Johnson then? Yeah, well, there's that great paradox of about Balamina, you know, the, the buckle of the the Mid-Honor Bible Belt. Um, uh, Ian Paisley's town, of course, Ian Paisley... Senior and now Ian Paisley Junior. It, it was a place I grew up in. It was a place that had uh, so many churches of so many different denominations. An affluent town uh, which which had big big factories. So it, it, it was a rich town. But in the last two three decades, uh, a lot of those factories have closed. A lot of things have changed a lot and. Uh, there was a bit of it in the eighties, but in the nineties and the and the and the noughties, the drug trade came in, and I think there was, uh, I think there was an opportunity there uh, for people like Noel Johnson to exploit, you know, the fact that you know people were out of work, they had little to do, they wanted they wanted to go on a high in, in more ways than one, and uh, there was there was that there was that market there. I mean, I would say that Noel was. People say he's the, he's the cocaine king. I would say he probably the, the, the regarded as the king because he, um, he he was probably the best known, but he certainly was not the only one. I mean, 
Unfortunately, Ballymena was and is riddled with the, the drugs trade. Uh, and his links were, were beyond Ballymena. He, he was involved in international drug smuggling. Yes, um, uh, certainly uh, various parts of Europe. Um, I mean, the, the, the thing of it is, w- w- when it comes to that sort of business, you know, the, there are people bigger than you know. They, they were bigger than Noel, of course. They were. He he was a, he was a, he was essentially a, a local. When I say local, I mean obviously Northern Ireland, Republic of Ireland supplier. But um, even the suppliers have to they have to get their um, their, their, their 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 material from um, from other sources, and uh, certainly um, there were various parts of Europe where. Uh, the the drug smuggling became um, part and parcel of the of the job. He, I, 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 from what I've heard, I, I know that he 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 did the, uh, either personally or with the aid of other people go go off to Europe and uh, well, and, and bring b- via boats a lot a lot of the time. Well, there was one. He certainly went as far as Inishowen because there there was an incident in the early nineties where he, a Garda officer, unbeknownst to Noel Johnson, uh, Garda uh, anti-terrorist um, officers were in the area tracking an IRA unit, um, yes. but a lone Garda found Noel Johnson and uh, a number of, of associates exhausted and soaking wet on, 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 a, on, a, on rocks off Malin Head, yeah. which was immediately suspicious. Um, yeah. And they claimed that... Uh, They'd got in trouble in a rib boat, yes. uh, but they happened to be, uh, and it took the guardy a little while to find to realise who they really were. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, 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 I'm aware of that incident. Once, once, obviously, the names come out and they they did a little bit of digging, they realised that uh, there was a rather nefarious uh, operation going on with with that uh, with that boat, and um, I think that was probably one of the, the, the that was where. If I could use the pawn, I think that's where one of the times where Noel Seal probably be closest to the to the wind with his uh, his operations. But with, with that was where that was how most of the um, the Connor band came in, if you like. We understand that uh, it's generally understood that they were trying to pick up drugs or trying to make contact with a boat known, known as the Ponga Whiskey Cruiser. Uh, which was later found in County Clare. It was understood to have developed engine trouble and uh, it was involved in a failed attempt to land £17 million worth of cannabis and uh, that's what the Gardaí believed happened in that instant. Yeah, well, that's... yeah, And I'm sure they're right, but but that's obviously... That was putting two and two together on their their part and uh, that didn't... That obviously didn't stick as far as Nolan is... is, um, his colleagues were concerned. He actually, uh, he, he, he did make an awful lot of money. He, he, he seemed to get interested in luxury and fine art. Yes. He, he was very interested in fine art. and um, But the it was where you could put it and where you could display it. There is no doubt that he, he wanted to d- display a lot of it. But um, most of um, his properties, if you like, were uh, apartments and not, you know, and not completely luxurious apartments. Uh, I, I think, with regard, uh, I don't think he would want to draw too much attention. But that was one of his vices. I mean, he he, he liked art. He liked uh, he, he liked uh, female company. I mean, the last time I I saw him um, 
was probably about a year before he died. Uh, I saw him on Church Street in Ballymena, and uh, he was with a, a very attractive uh, East European girl. Um, I remember saying to Noel, so what, what are you up to? Which is what, what you say to people in Ballymena. And he said to me, oh, just... Trying to get trying to get by, but this and that, and I, and I just I just remember thinking, you know, obviously I knew who he, he was, he he knew who I was, obviously from the past. We hadn't seen each other for quite a few years, and he knew that I knew what he was, but we just we just played the game and had a little a little silly conversation, and um, and then he went on his way with his. Uh, but he his ended girlfriend. up he ended up almost penniless in the end. We understand, or did he? <sighs> well. That's been said. Now, I'm not sure about that. Um, I, uh, you know, n- knowing the, the man the way I knew him, uh, again, not, not, not towards the end, but at, at the beginning, um, he, he, there, were, there was always a way of getting money. Uh, if he was penniless, uh, this was certainly not something that, that most people were aware of, I, I think. I think it, that line emerged after he after he died. But um, I mean, if if penniless means you can't find any money he had, well then he was penniless. And on paper, that may have been suggested as the case. But I would doubt if uh, if Noel was hand to mouth. I really would. Were you surprised? You know, especially, I suppose, when you became a journalist, etc., when you learned that this person that you knew from childhood, from being a teenager, etc., had now transformed himself into a major drug dealer. Were you surprised by that? Yes. Yes, I really was. I mean, um, I, I, I knew him. I knew uh, some of the people he ran about with at that time, uh, late, late teens, early 20s. And I would not have been surprised if some of the other ones would end up like that because they were, it was like they were, he was a larger than life character because of his his size, his strength, uh, his reputation. But he also ran about with some larger than life characters who were, who were maybe larger than life because they were loud, bombastic, you know, they... Uh, they also had, you know, had reputations, and um, maybe if one of those guys had uh, gone the way Noel went, I'd have been less surprised. Uh, I was surprised with Noel, but but at the start, I was surprised because it, it, because he was so quiet and and almost uh, uh, like a shy character. But then, when you think about it, and when you drill down into this, I mean, being shy and being quiet are probably exactly what you need to be, you know, being under the radar, maybe in, in the in the line of business, shall we say, that he went into, maybe that was the, maybe not being so obvious and so, uh, so visible helped, uh, certainly at the start when he got involved in that. Um, would he have had many people around him? Was there a gang involved? Was he in charge of a gang? Was that a big group of people or a small group of people? Small group of people, I would think. Um, I never got the feeling from talking to people in Valamina that he had. A, he was he was in charge of, of a giant gang of people. That's not his style. 
to get part to get become part of Noel's inner circle, you know, you had to be special. You know, you had to be elite, if you like. I mean, I I felt very special when he he regarded me as a friend. Whenever we were kids, whenever we were t- were were teenagers, I suspect that the older uh, Noel Johnson uh, w- 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 was similar in that uh, he wasn't easy to get to know. He wasn't easy, you know, it was difficult to earn his trust. And we mentioned relationships, at least uh, with loyalist paramilitary figures. Mm -hmm. And they seem to be normally described as friends as much as anyone else, you know, and associates. But, I mean, in terms of to deal drugs in Valamina, would you need to have been paying for some sort of insurance policy, protection policy? Yes. Yes. I mean, um, you're not getting it for you're not getting it for nothing. I mean, the the uh, in Balamina, it would certainly be. You, you mentioned obviously the probably loyalist paramilitaries. Yes, I mean it would, it would be they, they would probably be easier to get hold of. Um, but uh, there had to be that. You know, there 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 had there there had to be protection. Everybody was in it to make to make money. Uh, and if you weren't directly involved in in the trade, I mean, you you, you had to be. Uh, you have to you have to be involved in the protection and protection is is, is the thing I, I think they coexisted with others but it wasn't a case of what's been happening maybe a couple of times in Belfast recently where somebody's taking somebody else out but you, there's always that fear and you, you you had to you had to have the prote- the protection element of it you had to have um, you had to have the, that reputation of that you you could call on people and you you, you had people around you John Laverty, thank you very much. This episode of The Bell Tale was produced by myself, Kieran Dunbar. The sound design was by Graham Davidson. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.